Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and obviously I'm joined by Chris Lewis, as always. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good, you know, despite crutching around, like, I'm feeling good. Good. How are you? I'm all right. You know, busy morning. I didn't sleep last night, and we're here bright and early again to discuss another episode of this show. Guys, I have so much to say about this episode. Yeah, this... I hated this episode. Wow. I liked it the first time. It does not hold up to a second viewing. This is wild. Um, I watched this episode, Chris, and I said to myself, and on Twitter, I said, this is the best episode of And Just Like That I so far. I think... And we'll get into and we'll get into it. Um, okay. Okay. Because I think that there are some deceiving things happening in this episode to allow for things that are disrespectful, disgusting, problematic, oh. troubling. Oh. Oh. And yikes. <laughs> yikes. Well, I can't wait to get into all of that. Uh, you know, Chris, I feel like there was something I had to tell you. Like last night before I went to bed, like something flashed before me and I was like, I have to tell Chris. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck was it? Probably nothing. Probably. Or as a dear friend's mom once told me, if you forget something, it was probably a lie. My mom says that too. It's just like, <laughs> it, it didn't live in truth. Right. If it lived in truth, you would remember. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. What? Okay. So... Couldn't have been that important and was most likely a lie. No. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, I don't know about this episode, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> I don't really have much really to share about what's going on. I guess this is the last episode of this podcast before I will be changed. I'm transitioning. To what? A post-Renaissance world tour, Chris. Oh, yes. Yes. Um... So next week, I don't... Actually, next week, I don't even know if post-Renaissance World Tour Chris will want to do this podcast. I can't speak to what he's going to do. Right. It's Because like, it's so, it's like you just don't know. Before birth and after birth. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. Before Christ, after Yeah, like, I don't Christ. even know if post-Chris can continue to watch this show. <laughs> it is, it's a, what would Renaissance Chris do? <laughs> I can't speak to that. I can't speak to him, you know? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Don't know. So we'll see. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm going on Sunday night. And the weather is finally broken here, so I won't be swelteringly hot, fingers crossed. Yes. You know, it's done the same here. Now, I really haven't been able to go outside that much in the last few days. So due you don't to my really know. Injury. So I don't know, but um, I've heard, it doesn't heard feel reports. as hot. I've heard reports. I've looked at the weather on my apps. Um, it doesn't look too hot. I'm hoping we can hot. keep those Canadian and, wildfires under control guys, so I'm able to breathe outside for four and a half hours. If you're new to this podcast, let's just say you're new. There's like... Chris and I love to talk about the weather. We do it like unironically. Like we love it. I just don't know what else there is to talk about. It's like talking about how hot it is, is all I've well, got. Because people for like are like, oh, what am I going to talk to this person about the weather? I'm like, yeah, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. What's the weather like where you are? Yeah. It's the best. How's is the it weather raining? been? Is it raining? You know what? My favorite thing to say is when we get rain is to say things like, I forgot to lock Barb out of the um, 
out of the room. I'm so yeah. sorry. Well, how about you go and do that right quick? And can I go? Can I do that? Yeah, and I guess okay. I'll continue to talk about Renaissance. Go on. I'm sorry. Go <laughs> sorry. on. I'll watch you do it. <laughs> I'm super excited, guys, for Heated. There's a little moment before she does Cozy that I am... Like, my head is going to explode off my body. Shout out to my friend Keeks, who's going with me. I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but I hope she does. Um, I'm super excited. I don't really care about if I get Blue Ivy or not. I think that's controversial. I said that to a friend, and they were like, whoa. I mean, I want her, but it wouldn't, like, ruin the concert for me if she doesn't pop out. Right. You're not going to, like, write a Yelp review. No, but I know like, a lot of people who were, like, girl. very upset that they didn't get Blue Ivy. It's not going to ruin anything for me if she doesn't pop up. She's additive. Yeah. Right. She's like, she's like a cherry on top of a really delicious cupcake. Exactly. What were we talking about before you put out Barb? The weather. Oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> Our love not. of the weather. If you want to hear more thrilling content like the weather, Gilmore mm. Girls... You know, personal stories. You personal can join childhood us over traumas. Traumas. You can join us over on Patreon. It supports the podcast. We are mm-hmm. honestly heading towards the end of Sex in the City in some ways. And I don't think in yeah. just like that we'll be back for season three. So we want to continue. I remember what I was going to talk to you about. Well, great. Let's interrupt the plug. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just didn't want to forget it again. Go on. It had better be worth it. It's about, it's about sex in the city. So last weekend after my, after my fall, I decided to watch sex in the city first movie. Cause it, it's like a comfort film, obviously. And I tweeted and I was like, this is a perfect movie. Why the fuck didn't we get the same writers for and just like that? And I had some people in my mentions being like, I thought you said, and just like that was perfect. But Sam, I thought you said it, just it like is written perfect. by the same person. <laughs> well, same group of people. Michael Patrick King wrote the movie by himself. The, that's all Michael. That's all MPK. What? Yeah, there was no writer's room for a movie. <laughs> I thought there was. Mm-mm. Wow. I think the so writers like visited nonsense. set. But no, and the and the ones Tell who would have been story. Yeah, and the one, the two who would have been most involved do work on it just like that. Al- I think it's Alyssa, and one, of, and they've both been with the show since the beginning. Okay, never mind. So it's the same writers. It's just <clears throat> dipping in quality. I did see someone yeah. basically say, anyway. if you want to tolerate and just like that, you have to be- you have to realize that it is the Sex in the City two. Like it has no, it has no relationship to the original <laughs> series in the movie. It starts in like, mm-hmm. and just like that began with Sex and the City too. That was an and just like that origin mm-hmm. story. And yeah, with all this aid nonsense, Abu Dhabi. That actually makes a lot more sense I'm now. Really. So this is what I'm most excited about this episode to chat with you about is Aiden because Can we you know get my get through the Patreon plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just some major business we need to get out of the way, you know, to keep this podcast I'm afloat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like so the sorry. only thing. So if you want more like this, guys, more screaming, more yelling, more uncomfortable conversations, more mm-hmm. things that feel like a janky-ass episode of the Red Table Talk, join us over on Patreon.com <laughs> backslash Shortcomings Podcast, and you can support us. You get Not bonus. Backslash. Is it backslash slash? I don't know. Forward slash. 
Just Google Shortcomings Podcast Patreon and you'll find your way there. It's also in the little description of this episode. And you get bonus episodes at $10, a little write-up at $5. We're doing a Zoom call at the end of this season. So in about, we've got three more episodes. So in three weeks, we're going to close out this season with a Zoom happy hour. And it's going to be, I feel like it's going to like, fisticuffs are going to come out. Like people are going to be throwing computers yeah, it's going to be intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a great place if you're a Digger Styles fan. few of those are bubbling up over there. It's tough. To I'm see. telling you, the Digger Hive, is, we run deep. It is two people, but... I, Silent but deep. Yeah, it's two people, <laughs> but that's more than I thought there were. Yeah, see, told you. And so we just really love our Patreon and really supporting it allows us the space to figure out what this podcast should be when we finish Sex in the City. And and just like that, and the two movies. And we want to thank our iconic shorties, Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina, Ainsley, Jenny, Charlotte, Dana, Laura, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Kristen, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Alexandra, Justine, Gracie, and Sky. What a crew. What a crew. And we've we've now gotten to see some of them. And I'll tell you one thing about the shorties over on Patreon. I don't want no uggies. No, there's no uggies. Not a one. Because they're all so beautiful. I know. When they pop Beautiful. up on that screen, I get a thrill. Oh, on the Zooms? I know. Yeah, and when those we little Zoom boxes. with them. And mm-hmm. each and every one of them is more gorgeous than the last. I know. Stunning. Great hair. I've seen Even some bosoms for days. lounging. Oh, my one God. One person looked like she was going to fall asleep in the last, in the last Zoom call. Was <laughs> respectfully? Like, I'm not trying to be a Lizzo, but well, beautiful bosoms. Did you see her response this morning? I did. And did you see, there's just a lot going on with the Lizzo of it all. Um, Because this isn't behind the paywall, so I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, maybe we should save that. This is more public. (laughs) I don't want to get sued. (laughs) I cannot get sued in 2023. I've been down bad. I can't. Your hand, my ankle. Courtrooms cannot get involved in this. Yeah, you've been down. We've both been Run politically mind. emotionally sexually financially down trump bad. is supposed to be turning himself in today guys just lock him the fuck up and figure <laughs> it out later i don't i know i did lizzie hear that he will get a jail. shot lizzie is in jail but trump is running free that's he actually just went to jail i'm so glad they lowered her sentence by a few years can you imagine you know how she's in the same prison as jen shaw like Velma I Kelly and Roxy. To know how that, <laughs> I need to know how that conversation's going. Not well, I'm certain. <laughs> so, should we get into this yeah. episode? I would love to. So, we today are covering episode eight of "In Just Like That" season two, entitled "A Hundred Years Ago." We'll start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie and Aiden playhouse. Charlotte plans the perfect outfit to return to work and her old self. And Miranda's struggling with her internship. Mm-hmm. And if you notice anything shorter there, it's because they didn't give too much to our new gals. Nope. We got more Seema than we have in a while. Yeah, but what's she really doing but supporting Carrie, which is what she's been doing. She's a B character. Well, she didn't. She kind of, you know, let her know how she was feeling. She was being no, a what friend. I mean is, is um, no, what I didn't mean supporting her in the way of like, 
I support you. Emotionally? Supporting her oh, in the sense like that she was simply a part of her storyline rather than having anything going on herself. Yeah. So overall, it seems we had disparate views on this episode. I wish we had, I'd only watched it once. So I watched it this morning, bright and early, did the outline. Then I had some errands to run and things to work on. And then I was like, oh, let me watch it again. Just to like actually take notes. Yeah. In this Barbara Streisand notebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where things started to fall apart. But what did you think overall before we get into the nitty gritty? Not to jinx it, because what I did last week, you know, coming in, didn't I say last week? I, like, loved, I loved this, this episode. episode and, and then 10 minutes and later. And then five minutes later, I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? Okay, but this one is a bit more grounded. This one's very different. On Earth. I loved this episode. Loved. I was in it. I was feeling it. I love the Che storyline. Like I'm liking the side of Che, this what animal che lover. Lisa Vanderpump as character. Sat at a desk. I <laughs> like watching Che around. I like Che putting on like eye masks. Like I like Che being in like the vet hospital. I don't know. I wouldn't I liked call it a storyline. I loved uh, Charlotte's storyline. I'm very invested. Oh I wish that we got it a little sooner in the season. But her in that belt, I relate to that so hard. That belt. That fucking belt. One of the stories that intensely. Because like I've worn dresses, like I've I've tried why? Well, let's just get into it then. So Charlotte is returning okay. to work, right? And she tells the kids, mm-hmm. and they're like, We could give two fucks. We don't care about you. These kids are so fucking rude. Yeah, that was and Harry's like so whatever. They were like, "Mom, good, you're gonna get out of here." <laughs> yeah, and Harry's like, "Whatever, I'll pick up the slack." And just Winston get Churchill, gone. the dog. I'm so tired of that fucking ugly dog. <laughs> it's just like they're doing too many shots of that dog, yeah. like crooked, crooked head, like <laughs> like this dog is getting more play than like Kima. <laughs> I've seen more of Winston Churchill, or I've seen more of that Churchill. dog <laughs> than I have of Doctor Nia Wallace. Yeah. That's his name now. His name is Richard Burton, but we're not calling him that. Yeah, Winston Churchill is every which That dog way. looks like Winston I'm Churchill. I'm fucking sick of that dog. <laughs> he He's like her like number him. one scene partner. Well, we've we've just seen more of him than we have of like LTW, I feel like. The camera panned on him much longer than LTW this, this week. Yeah. And so we yeah. then head over to go shopping, and Charlotte is very certain of what she wants. Now, I will say... When she stepped mm. out in the black dress, that was, like, emotional to me. I thought, oh, there is, like, I get what they're doing. This is a great silhouette. It evokes the original Charlotte. Mm. Then we went downhill. Okay. In what way? You know, I didn't, I actually didn't mind the, um, the whole... The obsession over her body, even though, like, LOL's her body's, like, as, like, traditionally perfect in the way that society values as it can be. Mm-hmm. It is more the introduction of, I think the character's name is Leela, played by Tony Award winner Bonnie Milligan, that it takes Charlotte seeing a differently bodied person to be like, I am now accept my body. So we're introducing this differently bodied person only to have Charlotte feel good about herself. 
I get that. And then the fact that but the I fact that Layla's character is also wearing a um crop top and is like okay with their midriff and it's like great i don't need this belt and spanks actually wait yes i do i'm like this isn't funny and it's not empowering that. it's not progressive and it's also not regressive enough to be but introspective. is charlotte progressive um no but i think the show wants to think it is so there's a difference wow. between the character of charlotte and and the show's intentions and so yeah, to cast a I... differently bodied person to solely reinforce this literally thin woman's vantage point of herself. Mm -hmm. Is that helpful in 2023? I just, I related to Charlotte. Sure. So do you also look at larger women than you and think, great, I look better? No, but it's (laughs) this idea that like, it's not that I look better, but it's just like, Watching someone like own their body and like be very confident in your body when you're not like it's really Im- inspiring. Then that mood, then the show needed to add another beat in which we understood that because what it is now <laughs> is like, look, I saw this larger person and now I'm okay with my belly because I'm skinny. That's really the final beat of a sto- that story and how we're introducing this sort of. I don't know. Before I say that, I don't. Well, Che Diaz has a different body type. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just found it very icky and a waste of Bonnie Milligan's gigantic talent. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know who that was. If you want to have joy in your life, go and see her and Kimberly Akimbo. But oof. I hope she sticks around and we learn more about Leela. I think we will. And I just like the idea of Charlotte, like, want, like, She's been so out of, like, the universe. Like, she's just been in her own little world for so long that I don't think she's, like, she's not going to be used to, like, a like the manager of a gallery wearing a crop top. You know? Like, there's just these well, things it's also the fact that, that, that are happening. The, the, so then there's the whole ballerina, gallerina. Things mm-hmm. are supposed to be teeny tiny. And so I understand it would have even been different had they had her walk in. And it's a variety of people with different body types. But it's played with like, oop, here are these two women who are supposed to intimidate Charlotte. One with this crazy fucking coat on with these big ass shoulder pads. Then in comes, and Charlotte's still intimidated, tucking at that belt. Then all of a sudden she sees Leela and she's free. I mean, talk about feeling like the original Sex in the City, but I thought we were trying to do better. Well, let's be real. <laughs> but I, right? I thought the premise of this show is, is that we were using inclusivity think... to actually promote goodness in the world. And now it's like this. It might, we might as well have seen the I three think... trans girls from the past roll through. Yeah. I think, Chris, the problem here is that you want so much more. From, I want it to be like, tonally consistent. That... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, we're not going to get that. This is like, it's all We're over just the not. fucking place. Even by the way, yeah. we should say the idea, the fact that, okay, so in your argument that this is the best episode of the show, so then is your argument that then we don't need the new characters? Because that is ultimately why this episode is a success. For me, it was because it didn't feel so like... Chaotic. And chaotic. Cluttered. Like, it felt like paced properly it felt like we didn't spend too long on something and too short on something else like i just think as much as i love ltw and dr naya wallace and sema and everybody 
it's hard because it's like we so you we want the show to, to be the them. old show <laughs> it's not that but also i'm like maybe it should be right so that's what i mean that's where this episode in its success is even problematic because it is actually actively working against the very premise of what this show was meant to be, which was an expansion yeah. of the Sex and the City universe. This show, this episode contracts the universe and is perhaps structurally more sound, but is it in keeping with what they're supposed to be doing? No. No, it is not. <laughs> So much so that we've got Aiden and we're back in a gallery and Miranda's working again. Exactly. It's like, like we're, we're back right a, back we're there, back baby. We're back at a law firm. We're at a gallery. And I'm looking at Aiden's dumb maw. That fat maw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. And I, you know, that did cross my mind because it was like last episodes, like we were doing so <laughs> much like Look, LTW will- and then not, it was like a lot. I'll give you that this episode is not spooky. I was never terrified watching this. <laughs> well, actually, no, the beginning I found kind of creepy. The opening scene of them in the hotel haunting. room. I thought he, I was like, oh, so they're going to reveal he's a ghost. The way he was lit from behind, it looked again like, like he was angel. inviting her to the heavens. Mm. Where's, I was like, <laughs> like where's Delta Reese touched by an angel style? I know. I loved Roma child. Downey. I love that show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the idea of Charlotte back to work. Like you and I said last week, though, is I wish that they got to this sooner. Like, I am I wish I didn't have to watch her do all this other shit. And I wish we'd seen her work. I don't need to watch her amble around her closet for three for a whole episode. She wants to get back to old, old Char Char. And just drinking bone broth. I'm like, this is the most depressing thing I've ever seen. That's very Charlotte, though. Her bone broth. And Harry's like, what are you doing? And she's like, you haven't noticed? I was like, wow, me. But again, (laughs) is that what the premise of this new progressive, we're open and promoting good things? Yeah. Look, and, and here's another thing. I don't need to see the women's work to get how they look. So if Charlotte needs to, if Charlotte was eating bone broth all throughout the first series, great, I didn't see it. Same with when we were in the... The um, chairs getting ready with our hair. I'm like, I don't need to see like behind the scenes. I don't like put my head under the pool and look at everyone's legs. Just come out and look perfect. Right. I don't want to see the work. I don't want to see you guys getting ready. Yeah. Just show up or go home. Yeah. Makes me sick. Now, before (laughs) we get into Miranda and Carrie, let's talk about two of the smaller storylines. What did you think of the introduction of this new, I guess, love interest for Seema Ravi? The Marvel director. We're now in the, the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic guy. Universe. Yes, Marvel makes its way into goddamn. As if, as, by the way, as if it's Marvel just, like, would leave ever us hire. Alone. As if Marvel would ever hire a person of color to direct a movie. I think they did. Uh, two. Rita Ora's boyfriend. Uh, uh, well, uh, yes, I guess so. Three: Taika Waititi, Ryan Coogler. But three out of how many movies are there? One million. So true. <sighs> I know. And a million spinoff yeah, series. Ninety-seven shows. <clears throat> I personally think superhero movies are in their flop era. Absolutely. And I didn't care for this. I thought it was stupid. I did like her colleague. I was obsessed with him. I was like, where the fuck has he been? Like, I like this seeing her at work, like talk, like it gave her a little bit more to do than like, 
I'm with my bitchy hairstylist. Oh, I, and I was really nervous when she said you know his I mean? name. I thought he was going to. Sh- I know. I was like, we're going to have to see this like, fucker no, again. Not. Please leave Juan Jose on the. I can't I do. I can't do Juan Jose anymore. But this guy, I mean, you know what I really hate is like when people do really rude things and think that because they know that they're doing rude shit, it's like, okay. He's like, I'm on my phone a lot and I'm never on time. It's like, I'm like um, fuck off. It's like people you're who, so, so you're horrible. It's like people who start therapy and then like all of a sudden are like, I'm not actually feeling very self-actualized in this moment. It's like, yes, right. You've learned the therapeutic phrases. Now we must do the work to move mm. past giving Jonah the Hill. bad behavior. We can't just yeah. have learned the language. Yeah. We have to do the work. There's, and there's people that like when they first start going to therapy, they like start talking a lot about boundaries. Yeah. And I'm like, you sound like a fucking idiot. Well, I don't. You know, well, boundaries are important. and uh, They're important, but like it doesn't mean you have to cut everyone out of your life because they just like don't support everything that you do. The main thing that I wanted to say about Ravi is, is another unfortunate character has joined us in this season. And we met this character last week. And then he's followed us to Ravi. And that is men in belted coats. What the fuck? I am literally going to take the train to New York and strangle the life out of Molly and Danny Santiago. Molly Rogers and Danny Santiago must be found dead. The things they are putting these women in. Dead. Carrie, this episode looked ghastly. No, who's ever doing her hair? Maybe that's the point. Whoever is doing her hair and makeup. Hey, who's ever doing her hair and makeup? They and the lighting. The, the, the beautiful. But then you Gorgeous. go below the neck, and it goes cattywampus. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. And they, they why would they? Why? I just I've like, never don't seen men see a in man in a coats. belted coat. I've never seen a man in a. I am a man who would wear a belted coat, and I don't have I one. I have never. I have never seen it. Ever. The only time I've ever seen it was in the gazebo in The Sound of Music. That, he was a young... Dead ass. He was a young Nazi. <laughs> exactly. I, I just... You know, we got one last week to see it again. It's like, are they trying to start this trend? And if they are, also, stop. Stop. The Also, not only that with Aiden's belt last week, but it was also the way the coat was like buttoned up to the very tippy top it was like what like he's like strapped he in looked there like Darth Vader. it was really aggressive he looked so scared <laughs> and then when he like held out his hands he was like come with come me to i'm Jesus. like oh no. come like we're good so that's all really all there is Mm-mm. to say about seema and ravi now our other minor storyline this week was anthony and giuseppe and yeah. i have only one note here about yep. it I have girl okay. take a chill pill. <laughs> and then after that I wrote shut Say the fuck again. up and take off your clothes you dumb piece of meat. Like why are we introducing finally an attractive man and giving him lines like girl take a chill pill? What am I watching? Oh, I need to help you work a your sourdough. This is the dumbest fucking show. <laughs> I know they were like kneading the dough together and he was like whispering in his ear. So I was like, oh God. I am. But and it's also, nice what to is see this Anthony, bread service? Like, uh, we've been asking that for two years. 
We you don't understand. Him, we saw a man a shoot up guy HGH. Brings you bread? Like, what the f- yeah, and, this and week Anthony got a woman who's desperate for bread? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, well, you're not fucking Lorraine. that's the weirdest part. I'm like... Is it yeah, a prostitution like, Anthony, thing also? bread people... Like, a like, are we to believe it's fuck? also a prostitution thing? You think Anthony is like a, a madam? <laughs> With the side of bread, I guess. A I don't pimp? know. He could be. He could be. Oh, wow. Well, because he wasn't like upset that giuseppe I was tell like Lorraine doing that. i'm gay and it's like what well, i was just like come on he's like you're what and then of course i told you i listened to that writer's room podcast and the way michael patrick king and those writers were going on about giuseppe like a character we've all been dying to meet like when you introduce a beautiful big dictator i'm like this is not a character any of us were clamoring for no not a one and the performer is terrible, is gorgeous, but to that I say, take your fucking clothes Stunning. off if you're going to be on the show. Or get the fuck off my screen. He's never not in like eight coats of, not, not belted, I'll give him that. Yeah. I'm sure he will be next week. I, I was going to say that, I was like, just wait. He's always in a turtleneck, sweaters, coats, hats. I'm like, this is, put Layered. this man in a like he came, he truly came in with the hot ones costume or whatever the hot fellas costume in his hand, and I'm like, why mm-hmm. isn't he still wearing it? And we're getting a second view of that deck. Like, come on, give me something to feast my eyes upon. I've seen Aiden belted coats. I've seen fucking Robbie. I've had to watch Miranda sleep on a cot. I had to watch Harry work his pelvic floor. <laughs> what is this show? Fucking stupid ass show. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? What's JD as rescue a dog from under a car and then go to work at a and then become an assistant in a vet shop with a turtle? A vet shop. Where it just kept cutting to a man with a turtle? Like this is a fun comic joke. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and of my course, God. Che with their comedy oh. is this. He got a turtle because it'll help him with his dog. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> you know who would fit the comic stylings of um this show is Kyle Richards. You know how she like thinks she's so funny and always trying to hit comic beats? <laughs> she yes. would fit into this universe with her acting very well. In fact, oh, all yeah. the housewives she would. She thinks She'd she's like a be great impersonator. Oh, I hate this yeah. show. All right, should we get into Miranda? And I did see the review Please. that we're too negative, but. <laughs> Someone said that? Uh, yeah, one star review. Too negative. I think that's all they said. Oh, well, moving on. Yeah, so Miranda's now a human, working at a human rights law firm as an intern. And she's given preferential treatment automatically. What did you think of the two gals we meet? As her, like, Those fellow interns. Cunts. Cunts. Yikes. <laughs> Rude as fuck. I thought it was crazy to offer someone a cookie you've been eating. Yeah, disgusting. Like, that's really weird. And if someone like, offered me a cookie they've taken a bite out of, I'd be like, N- are you nuts? I'd be like, do you want to just post COVID my world, mouth? Sweetie? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> Giuseppe could. He takes his sweater off. Yeah. A turtleneck. 
Oh my god! And this was a pretty. What do you think of the gals, the girls? I, I I think that again, this show has no concept of like the modern work world and like what people actually do. No young girl at like tw- I'd imagine these girls are twenty eight because they're out of law school. Okay has their phone on um so you can hear the sending text message noise well they had to do that just for like so we know what's going on no because all you need to see is them like then you don't need to layer on them like laugh looking at each other in the eyes and laughing at each other like we would have picked well you know michael patrick king always goes a beat too far and i think they're just like the story you know that that's like People have their cell phones on. It's like, no, nobody has. The, if you have your cell phone ringtone on, you should be shot. If you have your phone on, like when you type it, go, I will uh, fuck you up. That <laughs> you really have some sort of mental disorder. I you like look that sound. I don't even know why Apple so has rude. that sound. Like who wants to like, we're not click clacking at a typewriter. Like, there's a reason why we got rid of the buttons. So we didn't have we to hear that. don't hear any noise. Because I remember so my I friend hate... had a Blackberry in college. And it did Who that. It was, like, didn't. so clicky-clacky. I didn't have one. Uh, I had a Blackberry. I wasn't a Blackberry gal. It was called Serious Blackberry. I just... He was a cute boy. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> my iPhone's called for my phone, Granger. I had to keep that continuity, you know? Yeah, of course. Once I had to turn on my, okay. um, we were at an offsite event and all of our volunteers needed Wi-Fi. So I was like, oh, I'll just turn on my hotspot. And they were like, well, Chris, how do we connect to it? What's it called? And I looked down and to see her, my phone Granger's, I've like, <laughs> it wasn't like Chris's iPhone. <laughs> it's like, alert, alert, right. delete, delete. And then I just had to say, it's in my phone, Granger. <laughs> Connect and get the fuck out. They probably loved that. Did they get it? Um, it w- of course. It like, was did they get the reference? Librarians. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. So this was an actually fairly short storyline. Miranda's boss, who I thought was stunning, gorgeous, beautiful. I loved her. Raina. Um, is basically mm-hmm. explains to Miranda, like, yes, we are very aware of your privilege, but you have 30 years of experience and you were like number one at Harvard and whenever she graduated, the 1800s, the it way was they play so her. nice to like to have Miranda be reminded of everything that she's accomplished because she's in such a weird like transitional space and she's gone through a lot in the past, however many years. And just like that, we don't know how long this, this, the, we don't know the time period. And has she graduated like from college? Does she have her degree? Miranda? Right. No, I mean like, remember we start season one of, and just like that, it has it been two years since season one, three we know that know. season was it a one year takes program. A, it, I don't know. I we don't know. I All also I know don't know in the legal get... profession. Can't she just basically change the type of law she wants? Like, what is what's? I don't. I can't get into the nitty gritty. They are. Yeah, let's not. Um, <laughs> but so it was nice to have this person kind of like put like stand Miranda back up and be like, you're not like. In a typical intern you've had 30 years of experience you're a bad bitch 
and fuck well, these other girls. Like, that. why do you? Well, she was like, sounded like you're singing, singing Lizzo That's lyrics. What I heard. Not to bring her up. Not to bring her up. But it's like you're like, but, you're, it's um, a bad bitch it, o'clock, sweetie. You need to take this job. <laughs> you're a girl boss. Who run the world? You, Miranda Hobbs. Girls. <laughs> Like, what is this monologue? Runs the world, Miranda Hobbs. It's what I felt. She from literally her. was just and, like, whatevs. Like, and she was like, "Do you think you became partner by caring about other people's feelings? Get real." I was like, "Absolutely, bitch." Well, Thank she you. said about the people with girl l- boss. L- lesser talent than you. You're like, she can care about. Well, no they did one. have lesser talent. They fucked up the citations, and they're complaining that they're not getting. I any did special like when treatment. she looked at her and was like, "Yeah, you know everything, Miranda." I was like, read this bitch. I'm just so like, actually, I don't. I'm an alcoholic uh, and I'm getting divorced. And I like their response to that was like, okay, time to go home. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I hated these women. I, I feel like those girls. were the girls in the first movie who walked past Miranda and go, what the fuck is and going go- on? <laughs> <laughs> that, Chris, that sums it up perfectly how I felt about it. And them. I love like, them. I wanted to fight them. I hated them. I thought I just think people like that are so fucking nasty. Like the texting at the table, it's so rude. Like be polite and be nice. Chris, please. You know, if you've got your work bestie and there's like a third bitch trying to get in there, it's nothing more fun. Okay, those two girls were you in Greece. And- an older woman, like who's brand new, who's clearly nervous, like and it's her first day. Second day? 18th day you know time is gonna come and go time is gonna it's come and go it's fucking rude and actually how long has she been working there because the show also makes it seem like Aiden and Carrie go weeks staying at Chase they were staying there for a while but and no they were but staying, then we he, see them arrive was, a second time so they come once then they leave no but I meant they, like her and Aiden have been together for a while at this point no but what I mean is in the case in the course of this episode they come and go mm-hmm. to Che's apartment at least twice, which means Miranda has worked there yeah. for two or three weeks. Like, and yet the show makes it seem like it's been her. You're right; it feels like her second day, but it's probably been longer. Time on this show since like I mean they, that's something they kept from the first series. Yes, yeah, like Time we don't care. Us. No, I it's not important I, to us. I just feel like Miranda is. I don't know. I don't really remember any story. Like, Miranda, I guess, was a lawyer, and that was a big part of her identity, of course. But I didn't need to be in the nitty-gritty of, like, her taking minutes and looking at citations and clacking at her desk. It's like, or working late at her. It's like, let's... Yeah, we never, like... This show is about dating and relationships. So if the storyline... Well, now it's about these women. But if the storyline doesn't have to do... If the storyline about work doesn't relate to something regarding either her friendships or her sex life, I don't need to see it. I'm not sure I'm interested in Miranda Hobbs gets a professional... um, bolster it's like what is that what we're doing now this is murphy brown i'm into it's it a reference from a 1992 sitcom <laughs> starring candy yeah. bergen <laughs> i don't know I'm, just... I'm into it i i'm i enjoy that we're seeing kind of miranda f- stumble back to her old self um and is just she? figure out who she is now i don't know i think she is that's good, I guess, if you feel it. I don't. I feel that. I, I just... Last week, she was stepping in cat poop. Those girls. This week, she's eating chopped salads and buying... Also, was this episode okay, well, that was sponsored funny. by chopped salads? 
that that kale Every- salad. If I had to see one more chopped salad in this episode, what is it? 2014? Are they all at airports and that's the only thing open? Nobody. Yeah. The only people I want to see eating salads are the Kardashians. Shaking them salads. Shaking them. I hope we don't go back to that office. We will. Speaking of places I don't want to go. Let's talk about Carrie in Virginia. Oh. I will tell you right fucking now, if next week opens and we're in Virginia, I will not be watching what did the, the show What did the previews for next episode say? Well, they I couldn't get at them either. <laughs> so See? I'm afraid that, no, this week, it was wrong at first. Like it was the same, it was the preview for the same episode we just watched. Then there's nothing there now. But I swear mm. to fucking God, if we open next week and I'm at that barn house and I have to see his three ugly kids running around. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. You'll have to find a new co-host. And this will be the post-Renaissance, Chris. Yeah, I, I, cannot, I can't go to Virginia. I don't go to Virginia and I live Mom, at a stone's throw. I th- think we're going. Well, bon voyage to me. I... <laughs> I'll record I'll record a little audio message, send it to you. You can have Brian put it up top, but I'm not going Virginia. I'm not going Virginia way. I can't do it. I'm not going down 95. Maybe we don't, but maybe we get her like on the way back talking about it. Oh god. But what a dummy googling Norfolk red brick houses. I'm like, "Sweetie, that's England." Like, can't you also- just tell by the way that the houses looked? <laughs> clearly she has no concept of the country of america like sweetie if you've been to virginia it's all brick brack houses built in like either the 1600s or like 2010 yeah talk about a place that's been ravaged by the recession and if you guys live in virginia i know i'm gonna hear from the same people who hate there it's like the two philly people hate me and now i've taken down the whole state oh you've heard from some philly Oh, heard. They've come for me in a way. Really? <laughs> yeah, a few of them. They're like, you fucking, wow. and you fucking live in Baltimore and you want to talk about the greatest city in the I'm like, guys, the fact that you feel the need to DM a stranger shows you how low energy your city is. Go do something. I'm not going to win You any. are. I'm not going to win any. Quite literally <laughs> on another level today. <sighs> I've to- never seen you. It's been a while since you've been this revved up. I can't go to Virginia. I'm not You're sweating. <laughs> I can't do it. I swear to God, if the next week I have to see her bop off a plane onto the tarmac at Ronald Reagan Airport or wherever the closest one is. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get into, let's just start at the top. They're in bed together in a hotel father god in heaven and he shakes that body at her i actually don't even have anything to say about this it's too upsetting his what a great episode (laughs) of a podcast his body just just on top of her I did just on top of her. Like, okay, I will say it sort of forced Sarah Jessica Parker to like engage more. The fact that she was trapped underneath of him. So the kissing did seem more realistic. I can say that. It did. She did seem to be Um, a hostage underneath of his body. 
<laughs> she was a hostage. Carrie in this episode, it reminds me a little bit of how she was with Alexander Petrovsky, like where she just kind of like ignores the real world and just like dives fully right into like living with this person. I don't, I will say I thought there were moments where the old Sarah Jessica Parker channeled the sort of younger Carrie really well. Yes. Particularly when they're shopping for groceries and thinking they're so fucking cute. I haven't seen her this happy in a And she like hits him though. with her. She like smacks him. And that's such a Carrie and Aiden thing for her to do. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, that scene in the store. Oh my God. If I saw two people behaving <laughs> that way in a store, I would call the cops they'd be like what's wrong with them what, is it worse than when she was with burger through those shower it curtains it was that level of like oh two mental patients have escaped and we have to like do something <laughs> we should call get the Chris, nets you're not gonna like what i'm about to say go on i know that we hate aiden and you're probably gonna bring a lot of and en- you're gonna enlighten me Joe on Biden what's really has. going on she seems so happy She's smiling, she's laughing, she's hitting him, she's giggling again, like she's having orgasms like she's never had. Right, okay, so before we get to that, I just am saying fully that it is like the way they were behaving and how poor the writing is. Look at this teeny tiny cheese, teeny tiny cheese grater. That's for sea salt. I'm like, these are what, and they're like laughing, like they just said jokes. I'm like, you picked something up and asked what it was. I've never seen two people behave in such a like they need to write so that we understand what is happening in this show. It is as if they have removed the voiceover and have no desire to fill us in on Carrie's internal struggle and life. So for us to make the leap from last week to this week for her to say, I may have made a huge mistake with Big. And I don't know if I should have chosen him. And we have that no understanding. And we have no genuine understanding other than the fact that she said it out loud, how she but got like how to that we got point. there. That is a huge statement. Now I am not saying she can't get there. I am not saying she shouldn't get well, I dis- she should not. But sh- if the writers want to do that, fine. But for it to be done like this, so um it feels like the show is writing to people who have always wanted her to be with Aiden, so they don't feel mm-hmm. they need to explain how she got there. That they have read on mm-hmm. the internet, like, has, the internet is hashtag Team Aiden. Aiden was a whole mood when he, like, wiped her floors or whatever. It's like, no, we all, this is a character in a world who has spent 20 plus years with this man who died a year ago. And now you're saying after a few weeks of getting her back blown out at a cheap hotel, she's like, I think I fucked up and I made it to say I made a mistake. Yeah. Miranda was like, understand how she got there. Mm-hmm. Other like, than just you know like, I'm having there? sex with Aiden again. Right. Nope. They're, they're, don't you and think that's a big what problem? What made me though? really realize, I do. And I think like when I was watching the first movie the other day or whatever, I really realized like how much we need a monologue in and just like that from her. Like we need her to like talk and like get, because that's really kind of what like 
sews this all together is knowing it's how we kind understand of what how she Carrie feels. is thinking. It's how we understand. And we don't. I'm, I'm just like, I totally agree with you. I will say like, I, I like her and John Corbett's chemistry together. Like aside oh, see, from think, if I hate Aiden, I think, I don't think they have good I think chemistry. they're cute. Like, I disagree. I think you they have thought it was chemistry. cute in that elevator when he said when he yeah. the worst actor. Oh my god, guys, go back and look at him when he's like, uh, d- d- "I'm d- brown and she's Janet and Bob." I'm like, sir, it's like someone. It truly looked like someone was holding cue cards behind the camera and he was reading. He's as dead eyed. I believe I called him a dumb deer in headlights. Mm. On the side of the Virginia road a dirt road well i also find it odd that he has like three kids and he's like in new york a lot well i think they charlotte at one point someone says said something about custody when the kids like he's at the mom every other the i think it's every other week so that the kids mm-hmm. aren't going back and also, forth every night they're going back every other week i don't love this chicken in the house bit oh my god oh my god (laughs) this writing yeah and the way they are playing it at the end when he's telling the story he's like i pick the chicken up and put it in the bed so it doesn't fly around and they're like (laughs) (laughs) like what is going on they are acting like this man is fucking (laughs) <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I don't even know. It was I'm like confused Chris why Miranda cannot stop asking. <laughs> it was like Eddie Murphy. Like they thought this was the like the funniest thing they've ever heard. It was like Nanette. And I like, also like, like Miranda just kept asking. Miranda just kept being like, "How did this chicken get up the stairs?" It's like chickens have legs, but also it's and a wings. Joke. It was a bad joke to begin with, and now we're, like, pretending it's true. So, wait, are we to believe in the context of this show that he's doing that? Yeah. What's happening? And the way they were I have never seen worse acting from these three women who are all brilliant actresses than when they had to laugh at that. And to me, it's like, these writers need to do better. These are great actresses. You can't give them like, okay, now he's going to talk about putting a chicken in his son's bed and you guys think it's funny. I would have walked off set. I would have been like, you know what? Actor strike starts today. When they were walking through the hallway and he called Che a she and she was like, actually, Che is a they. He was like, oh, okay. I feel like Aiden, someone who lives in, no offense, guys, someone who lives in Virginia and on a farm Young Isn't Chris like a land, progressive thinker. Parents' rights land. I don't booked banned books every which way. Trump voting yeah, land. Yeah, like I'm the not fuck seeing. I'm not. I'm not seeing. And I hope we get to this house and it's a shithole. I, I hope I, it looks I, like Alex McCord's apartment. <laughs> it's a rambling farm. It's a modern box they, like, in the middle of the world. Keep trying. Well. They're really romanticizing this farm. That's like, why I'm afraid Ian's we're going. Farm and he has chickens and it's this and it's that's wonderful and and it's not like his old shithole. Carrie, she does not want oh to go. Gosh. She I'm does glad... not want to go there. Like, she's just like a little. Also, don't you think it's weird that she would like want to meet his children? Throwing herself into this, a Chris, I was blown away. 
Like that's a really blown away. Not only and this is shocking. She made shocking statements. And he shouldn't be introducing them to her. Like they are moving way Agreed. too quickly. If I was the mom, too I would quickly. slap both Aiden and Carrie. Well, the mom's probably like, "Oh, this bitch again." That's <laughs> true. It's it's just like it's moving too quickly, and I think that that's maybe the point. Is like they're both not really being no, realistic about Sam. their relationship. I feel like we're heading towards... Am I giving them too much credit? No. what I think what you're saying would us be leading to like them breaking up again. I think that the show is like, this is endgame. And they are, they're speeding it up because we've only got three more episodes left. Carrie can't live in Virginia. I think we're seeing a commuter Carrie. CC. I do... She's going to... If this show ends with Carrie being a, a resident of Virginia, she's gonna change her voting registration. I will fucking kill myself. <sighs> so let's um take it back a bit. So okay. we go to brunch with we're there with Carrie, Seema, Charlotte, Miranda, and Carrie's throwing around the dreaded word that a lot of people like to do when they first start dating. She's weeing left and right. Mm. And I appreciate the, f- and I think that's such good subtle when writing. When Seema clocked that, and Seema's like, each time it happens, Seema's like taking a dagger to the heart, like this bitch. Yeah, yeah. And when then, you first like fall in love with someone, you are just like, we love this, and we're doing this, and we have fun doing this. It's like, shut the fuck up. I've dated men for years. Also, your husband died, like, what? And wouldn't allow them to we me. I'm like, that's you and me, buddy. Let's not let's not jump the let's not go yeah. too far. Did you say we would do something or you would do it and I'd consider going? <laughs> yeah. But then we had And outside. also just like it's upsetting that like we never got like Carrie really single. So it was she never really got to be I think that Carrie was what again. we did with that guy with the bike. That was Franklin? it. You saw it. No, with that um, was, Oh that guy. Yeah, yeah you what's saw his it, face? sweetie. That's it. Mr. Mr. Um, Merska Hartman. Mr. Bike. Yeah, we. You got it. That was. Okay. Um, so Carrie and Miranda head out from brunch and they're walking. And they walk past the Friar Fruck Church. That courtyard. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I'm really missing the Samantha touch points that we got in season one. That sort of, to me, some of the best stuff season one had. And they'd play, like, the Samantha score from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I know she was never on screen, but I'm still missing her presence. It's like, is this five-second yeah. cameo we're getting at the end of season one, two just good enough well, to not hear from her? Like, I was like, let's mention Samantha. Have com- I have to say something. Uh-oh. And I don't think people are going to like this. I don't think Seema is a good actress. I I think she's... um, hmm. I actually thought she was really good in the scene with Carrie. The problem is towards the end. I don't know that like light Michael Patrick King comedy is like her genre. That's what I mean. I liked her talking to Carrie under the umbrellas. I think she's a great dramatic actress. Yeah, but like when she was like, bitch, I was like, what? Because it doesn't sound right. Like, it doesn't... Right, but it's bad it's writing g- also. Um, so, it's like... If she was given better comedic writing, could she be Could she be great? But we're... You're acting like this is um, Veep that they're giving her. 
Um, no, I, I agree with you that I do think um, she struggles with the sort of light tone of the show. But to be fair, mm-hmm. I think all of them are coming off worse for the wear because of this writing. Yeah. Like, did you think Sarah Jessica Parker really landed the line of, are you going to ask why this was $47? Because I'm still wondering. Everything could be followed with someone tapping the mic and going, ladies, am I right? Yeah. You know, Chris, you bring up tough truths. It's just this. this, But I, I will defend her, though, dramatically in the scene outside. With the umbrellas. Yes. Yes. Do you think we've covered enough, Carrie, saying that to Miranda? The whole, um, what if Big, what if I didn't make the right choice about Big? I'm just just really... I still just don't buy it. It doesn't feel truthful. I'm just like, what are you talking about? And it doesn't feel necessary. Like, you don't need to break down... It's like she needs to go back and read her book. Yes. You don't need to break down, though, the love between her and Big to build up Aiden. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you need to I do agree. that, then it's poor. Then it's you know what? Then it's poor writing. Like, I don't think that that is necessary. Like, I also you can hold. Two I also things to be true. Think, right. And I also think this idea of like the only reason that they would ever she would ever consider Aiden again is because Big is literally dead and can never come back and ruin it. Like, I'm sorry. The love that she had with Big was real. Is was real. It was rooted in and saying that in, almost feels disrespectful. This is what I meant earlier about disrespectful. You and I, after this show, this season two is over, have to go back and watch the episodes in which, like, he goes to Parrot. Go get our girl. You're the Carrie. You're the one. Just tell me I'm the one on the bridge. Everything that they go through in the first movie. Yeah, and it's just like. For Aiden? I might have made a mistake. Not even I might have made a mistake. She says to Aiden, dead ass in his I, face, I made a mistake. Or I made the wrong choice. Whatever the fuck she says. And you know what would have been really nice is if he would have been like, no, you didn't. Everything worked out the way that it should he, no, Like, I have three kids. Like my I have three, three kids beautiful are also children. A mistake. I wish I'd been blowing your back out in that tiny apartment up. It was really disgusting. Now I'm pissed. I told you. Because you're 100% right. Yeah, it's crazy. Because this episode is nuts. He has three kids, and he could have looked at her and been like, I appreciate the sentiment, but we like it wasn't get, a mistake. We both, we had, both, to both had to live to get here. To get. And he didn't say No, that. he just hugged her. And the longest. What a fuck. What a dirty little fuck. I, I hate I him. I told you. Fuck this episode. Joe Biden looking I, ass monster. I hate Aiden. I hate him and i hate carrie i'm disgusted i'm really disgusted and you know he like he always wants carrie to like he this is oh my god oh my god i'm like shaking <laughs> I told, the thing with aiden oh my god i told you i'm not okay i told you this episode it, it it feels like the original series so it sort of tricks you into thinking it's good but there is duplicitous not, stuff in this episode that is wild there's darkness afoot yeah right under the water he always wants aiden motherfucker always wants to bring carrie down a level like he wants carrie to like not be her glamorous self he wants carrie to like be barefoot on a farm Watch me make in the chili. middle of it's like i don't want to eat yeah. no fucking chili let's go to a goddamn restaurant yeah like he is always doing that like he's always wanting carrie to not be carrie also, who makes chili in a la creuset pot he does. That seemed disrespectful to the pot. 
Honestly, isn't that like, pot it's for kind like, of insane isn't to that like pot for like baking chicken and like i've seen only fancy dishes come know. out of those pots i don't well that's aiden for you like, here's some chili in like a 400 dollar pot but now i'm just like really upset <sighs> also can we talk about chase financial situation again i'm confused what is this airbnb situation so they are airbnb in their apartment but where are they yeah. sleeping when not at the apartment because aren't they then a- at their grandma's oh they said that did i miss that part oh yeah okay. That's why Carrie was like, and then you can stay at my and apartment. And then back to grandma's. Okay, I thought she was referring to herself as grandma. Uh, <laughs> like, I thought she was the grandma. Like, I, I was like, oh. I did. No. I thought that was like a cute, I was like, what a weird joke. <laughs> but the writing is so crazy. I get yeah, why I you like, would think that. Right, I guess Carrie could be Chase's grandma, maybe. I don't know. Oh my God, Chris. Um... So let's talk about the Kasima and Carrie scene outside of the salon. I think it is batshit mm-hmm. insane that they were sitting there for so long and didn't she that we watched Sima for the first. Maybe if we'd seen Carrie walk in and sit down, but it seems they've both been there for quite a while. Yeah. And so Sima yeah. tries to get up and look, her stealth game is a bit off. The way she didn't even try to put up a piece of paper. She was, she was truly just clumping around. No, she was just, yeah. yeah. And she invites Carrie outside. And I, this is the scene in the episode I really loved. And what did remind me of the first series in such a deep and meaningful way. The idea of like how friends can harm you in unintentional manners. Mm-hmm. And so when she said to her, I can do it, actually. I just don't want to. Is, I think, like, one of the big lessons of my life, of, like, most of my 20s was, like, well, I was invited to this thing, and I really don't have any choice. Like, I have to do this. Right. And then for a year or two, I was sort of like, well, I can and I should. And I realized if I don't want to do something, I'm not serving myself or the event or person by arriving. Mm-hmm. And I, so I just thought that was a really lovely line. And it was also nice to see Carrie, like how she really, I think, appreciates Seema's friendship in a way that like I didn't know she was like so emotional with her. It, it doesn't feel earned. Again, it feels like we've, jumped, like, like we've jumped beats. We haven't. I don't see all this fun. But maybe they, them. maybe we haven't. But um, I guess we saw a lot of fun between them in season one. And, mm-hmm. But this season, they just sort of like sit around her apartment <laughs> show her the city i don't goes know with her to pick up her new macbook i don't know what's happening i know they get facials or something yeah yeah they fight at like uh spa places mm-hmm. and so Seema just says she needs some space and this is again where i think and just like that failed and sex in the city would have um succeeded is there would have been a scene in sex in the mm-hmm. city where we saw what makes Seema show up to that dinner. I know. Was that something I where agree. she runs into Charlotte and Charlotte says, like, Carrie really misses you. And, you know, she can or be like selfish. Or like she's at home or... and she sees a framed photo of Carrie or something. Or like a memory pops up on her phone of Carrie. Like something. something to create. Give me something. Or she has an experience maybe with that gentleman that makes her realize that she wants to call Carrie and realizes, oh, I need, yeah. 
that friendship, no matter what, is valuable to me. In this, again, she just shows mm-hmm. up and we don't understand anything about Seema's interior life other than the fact that she's loyal. But that's not yeah. like a f- defining character interiority. Right. Like, I need to understand why she went there. And she right. shows up and again, wow. she shows up, sees those cackling hens laughing about chickens and then she's like, oh, what are we drinking? I'm like, I would have been like, I'm going to fuck out of here. I'd be like, this is the guy? This Botox McGee? Get me out of here. This guy? Yeah, the Botox on John Corbett this, is... And those wild. plugs. Yikes. He's got plugs? Yeah, that hair is not real. This is fake as gentle lions. But no, he needs to talk he to needs Jenna Lyons. To, John Corbett needs to get go, get right good over to Jenna Lyons' person. Wow, what an episode! <sighs> then we head to the farm at the end, you know, with one suitcase. I'm like, Carrie, and an old copy of Please. Howard's End. I'm like, and I, but he like always wants to like bring her down. Like this is what I'm saying. Like, can he move his ass back like, to New York? The thing about. The thing about Big is like that's baby boy. Yeah, there was like there was some toxic behaviors for any. both of them. Let's let's be clear, they were both toxic. You mean Big and, and Chris Carrie had Nose to go through a lot. Big and Chris Nose? Huh? You mean Big and Chris Nose? Or Big and no, Carrie? No, Big and Carrie. Okay. Big and Carrie. I don't talk about <laughs> Mr. Nose. Yeah, no, no. Um So, I'm just like the thing about Aiden and you and I talk about this and when we recap Sex and the City when they're together is like this constant like, I want to bring you down a level like Carrie, like take you to my cabin. We'll wear no makeup and we don't have to like dress nice like we can just be and it's like, shut the f- that's not who she is. No, that's and it's guys. It's OK. She doesn't. You know what he's trying to make? Her, you know what he tries to make her be? The chill girl. I don't know who that is. Of course you the, don't. Like, cool girl. I, it's like the cool okay. girl. Like, like I can like go to the farm and like I can like just lay in bed and like eat eggs and just like everything's chill and like my life revolves around you now. Like, it's bullshit. Of course it is, and that's not the Carrie Bradshaw we want. And I think that's the Carrie that is now like I think that is the concept of Carrie Bradshaw though that I think this I'm show pissed. has. Because when she went to suffer last time, like she tried to be that girl, she like she excited. tried to make the pies. That would like, be one thing. She shouldn't be excited to go to Virginia. Like if they had played it like, well, you know, these orgasms are good. I'm comfortable with him. I guess I got to go to Virginia. The fact that she's giddy to go and is like, I could be a commuter and I can't wait to meet his kids. It's like, who is who has body swapped Carrie Bradshaw? The fact that he can't stay in her apartment and is making them spend thousands of dollars on hotels and Airbnbs. Grow the fuck up. Grow up. The fact that she is giving up a summer in the Hamptons. In that mansion. To be in Virginia. With chickens. With three. And a teenager. Three sweaty boys. That's disgusting. I'm just, I'm so upset. Hoenn. Do you think Lily loses her virginity to one of his sons? If we see those sons, I'm out. I'm dead ass. Uh, 
You know, Chris, I really think you and I are like the only people on the planet that feel this way. Oh, I'm I've sure we're going to post this people... and it's going to be like, this is Aiden's back, baby. We're finally happy. I'm telling you, I think that they went on Reddit. And I almost hate that the Aiden people are getting their happy ending. I almost hate it. It makes me want to burn my skin on fire. <laughs> And to disrespect... They're going to be so annoying. And I knew it was like... I knew it was happening. I knew there was a chance it was happening. But for them to feel the need to knock down Big, the fact that she's not even calling him John... I didn't like that. Like, he's dead. I know, she's calling him Big Big. again. I mean, call him John. He's passed. Be respectful. We met his brother. (laughs) This fucking show is so disrespectful. To me to us what'd you think to of the make fashion? us sit through i can't talk about this anymore uh, let's okay so i'm getting like hot i know i'm like getting a little dizzy um uh, i liked the idea of charlotte dry trying to dress like her old self to go back to work did you and it's just she's gonna get a rude awakening when the gallery isn't how it used to be did you like that fuzzy sweater and gray dress she wore to brunch shocking Hmm. and then um look if i see carrie i thought miranda looked beautiful beautiful but if i see carrie in one more plaid jacket i can't do it feels lazy and how many of them did they get in that showroom how many does she have in her apartment i saw her in clogs did you see her in those they weren't even clogs they looked like um what are those terrible shoes i hate Crocs? Yeah, it looked like she was wearing like Gucci Crocs or like a Louis Vuitton Croc, like a fancy Croc when she's walking with Miranda. Oh, I think you're talking about a Birkenstock, uh, a clog. Terrible. A Birkenstock clog, yeah. Terrible. They were Gucci. Uh, I've seen, yeah. And then she took her coat off at brunch and she is wearing the most disgusting cold shoulder print dress while talking about going to Virginia. And I thought this is the end of Carrie Bradshaw. She is no longer with us. I think we need a new name for this character. I just I don't know what's going on. Hate it here. And Che's New York outfit. I enjoyed Che this walking episode. Around the closet. I was like, what am I watching? Why am I watching? It made me Shady laugh. As me. It looked like me when I went to that and just like that pop up shop, just meandering around. Yeah. And in terms of men. I, I don't know. I, I like to see him as gay guy. That's the only person I could stand in this episode, male wise. Giuseppe had too many sweaters on. I like Harry because he supports Charlotte and thinks she's beautiful no matter what she says about herself. And that is true, and she is. She's beautiful. I can't. I can't go back there. I can't. Okay, we're not. We're what not. would you give this out of ten? Well, you started at a ten out of ten. Where'd you land, Chris? I started at a twelve out of ten. <laughs> I am somewhere between a five and a seven. So a six. Okay. Yeah, I was like, there's a firm place for you to land <laughs> there, there if you want to. There's it's not easy. I'm going to say a it's six. It's a pretty easy landing at six. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm going to yeah. give it a four. A four? Yeah. Structurally, I give it a ten. I think it is a well-structured episode of this show. Content wise, mm-hmm. I give it a four. 
I'm sorry, guys. And I feel like we are going to get dragged left and right for this one. Drag. Because drag, I think drag, people drag. really are going to be like, woo, best episode yet, like yeah. you were. Uh, but yeah, then maybe but they'll they listen and know, I'll beat them down, you, too. Yeah, you you got me angry. <laughs> well, we can only hope that episode nine doesn't include Virginia. And we'll see if I'm here next week. Yeah, TBD. TBD. Um, if I'm not, don't look for me. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you join us again next week when we, we potentially just Sam, covers episode nine of it. <laughs> no one will listen. We'll have four downloads. <laughs> it's just me. And just you screaming into the void. People will be like, this girl doesn't, this girl's no critical She's thought. just screaming about Virginia to herself. Uh, we'll be discussing episode nine of In Just Like That season two. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings mm. wherever you listen to podcasts. But I want to say we only want to hear the positive reviews. If you have anything negative to say, you can email us at shortcomingspodcast at gmail.com. And you can support us by joining Patreon, Shortcomings Podcast at, over on Patreon. And you can follow us online. I'm at CLewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. And I'm at Take Your Soul Off on Twitter. What's going on? Well, it's not Twitter. It's X. It's X, but I don't acknowledge. And are you still having fun over on um, Twitch? What's it called? Twitches? Threads? Threads. Threads is dead, baby. Oh, it's dead? Mm, yeah. Wow. Gone, baby, gone. All right, guys, bye. Gone, baby, gone. gone guys, bone? <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Gold bond? No, I meant to say bye, bye guys, and I said it wrong. <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs>